0: Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life, from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. All right, welcome back everyone. It is time for tea, I am Makita I wanna just thank you for sharing your time, your space and your energy with me today. Today I am so excited to be talking about how important it is to set boundaries to protect your energy And I have the one and only, the boss of boundaries herself, Ms. Shatera Oliver, here to spill all the tea on what it means to set boundaries, get rid of some of those myths that we have around boundaries, and also learn how you can start protecting your energy today so you can create a space that is positive and productive for you. So welcome. Welcome
1: thank you thank you thank you thank you for having me i'm excited to be here and share what i know so i don't take this lightly but being in front of your audience so again thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here
0: well i'm excited too boundaries has been something that i've struggled with in the past and I still kind of struggle with today, but I feel like each and every one of us can learn more of what it means to have boundaries and get rid of some of those myths. But before we jump into all the tea on boundaries, I just want you to give us a quick, share a little bit about who Shatara is at her very core. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, who
1: is Shatara? Let's see. Um, I would say that... I, besides of what I do, and I, of course, people know that I talk about boundaries. I am very heavily into self-care. I'm very heavily into doing what's best for you. I'm very creative. I love looking up recipes. I love TikTok, looking at what's going on on TikTok, but specific in, in social media. And I'll get into that boundaries around social media too, but who am I? That's a good question. I would say that I'm an innovator. I would say that I am a leader. Um, I would say that I tap into the power within myself, the power to create, the power to be. And I'm a product of strong, a strong line of women that I come from, my mother, my my grandmothers, great-grandmothers that came before me. I am a product of them. Because of them, I am who I am. And I'm just me. I am, I don't bite my tongue. (laughs) I'm very, I'm prone to say how I feel, but in a respectful way. And I am someone that you can come to, to talk to, to be there for you, to be the good friend, but to have boundaries in place in front of it, if that makes sense. So that's who I am. That's who I am. If you know my family, they'll tell you I love to cook. Love looking up recipes, love being on YouTube, love trying different things just to see what works. I don't put myself in a box. I allow myself to dream. And that's what I would encourage for anyone that, that's listening to this podcast. Allow yourself to dream, no matter how young you may think you are. If you're too young or you feel like you're too old, it's never too late to dream, To be, to go back to school, to be that author. We need more authors. And I I didn't mean to go on this tangent, but what I will say is that we weren't always allowed the privilege to read. We didn't always know how to read. We didn't always know how to write. We didn't always know how to use our voice. So to the people that came before me, it is an honor to even be in this space because they fought for me to have this space. So you need to fight for yourself to have your own space. That calling, that dream, that purpose that you're that's itching at you, that's biting at you. Even you creating this podcast, it started with a vision. It started with you seeing it first and you just carried it out. And now look who, where you are. You and I are having this conversation. So that's who I am. <laughs> that's who I am. That's what I'm about. I want you to dream. I want you to live out your dream and ultimately believe in yourself.
0: Wow. That was powerful. Not only are you an innovator and a leader, but you are a motivator. You are a person who says how they feel with at the same time, while you're sharing all of those wonderful things, all those qualities that make you who you are. It's mm-hmm. like you get to understand that it's bigger than just you. It's bigger yes. than just yes. that moment. This where we're at, the space that we at that we're at is is not just about one person or one thing. it's about a collective of all of us sharing our voice, sharing our vision. so loved it, beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Now you were talking about who you were and how all of that kind of fits in with your boundaries. So tell us with your transformation and your beginning with boundaries. How did that start for you?
1: I would say that my experience started a little different than others. Um, So my experience started when I was in college, my freshman year of college. For those of you that have read my book, you probably got a little taste of what that journey looked like in the beginning. But my journey in the beginning was that I didn't like me. I did not like me, couldn't stand what I looked like, couldn't stand the way my hair looked. Had natural hair, and and back then natural hair was beginning to be popular, but not as popular as it is now, especially locks. So I didn't like me. I did not like me. I, I when I dated someone, I looked for validation through them. So if that. If that ended, that meant that I ended in a way, my self-esteem, I based my confidence off of who I was with at the time, of who, who were entertaining me or who was giving me attention at the time. I just didn't like me until one day I just got so fed up. I said, "What? what is it? What is this thing? I'm, I'm smart, yes. I make the grades, yes. I I'm I'm popular, yes, people know who I am. But what what is this thing? What is this thing that is causing me not to have peace at night? What what is this thing? And I said, you know what? I just seen the vision in my head. I was like, just go to counseling. Went to counseling at Old Dominion University. That's right. My alumni. So went there, um, went to counseling there. And we got to the root. What is, what is the root? Because a lot of things that we're trying to figure out what's wrong is surface level. It's mm-hmm. not even the root. The root is where you will find the problem. I found out that I experienced sexual trauma in my family and it had been going on for so long that I had suppressed it and didn't even realize that that I was went through that with sexual trauma. And I said, that is the root. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. But this is what I did do. I said, okay, this is the root. I sat in it. I allowed myself to feel. I gave myself a little bit of grace. I allowed myself to tell my story um, to my parents, let them know what was going on. I actually told my sister first what happened to me. Um, But then I took it and I just ran. Like I just, but someone that I wasn't before, and I said, what is what is this? Like, what is going on with me? Because a lot of people will know their root and still do nothing about it. And will still continue down the path. Stop going to counseling. Just stop. Until I picked it up again. COVID happened. The pandemic happened. Everything shut down. We, we all were confined in our box. So you had no choice but to sit in how you were feeling because you can no longer go out anymore. You can no longer go out. You can no longer do these things that to avoid. And that's what I was acting in, avoidance. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be intentional this time about going to therapy. And I want to find a therapist that looks like me. It's nothing against other therapists, but I want to find a therapist that looks like me. Found a therapist that looks like me. I had no excuse, I had insurance, no excuse. So I went to therapy and I just started not only going, but doing the work behind going to therapy. And what I discovered was that it wasn't with people necessarily I needed a boundary. I needed a personal boundary. So a lot of people think they just need a boundary with other people, but they don't realize that they need a boundary with themselves first. A boundary with themselves of who are they tolerating, who is in their circle, because I had a circle, but it wasn't necessarily a healthy circle. It was a trauma bond circle, because I'm experiencing trauma, you're experiencing trauma, so we're gonna to bond together. That is a recipe for disaster. That's why you see so many marriages not working out. <laughs> that's why you see it so often. So it's a it's a trauma bond. So I did the work for personal boundary. Okay, what am I consuming on social media that's making me compare myself to other people? Where is it, Shatera, that you really wanna go? When are you gonna start living life for you? This is where it started. And I just gave myself grace and did the work. A lot of people want to set the boundary, but they don't want to do the work. (laughs) They don't want to do the work behind it. It still requires work, but you know what the work is that they really get stuck on. It's the heart work. It's the mindset work that they have to work. Like, like, how can I do this? You have to think through this and yes you do have to look at yourself and be intentional about what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. So that's where my journey started with
0: boundary setting. That's where it started. I love the fact that you said you had to start being intentional to start Mm -hmm. doing work because so times, like you said, that that heart and that mindset is not always there, but when you set your intentions around what you're trying to accomplish, what your goal is then it's easier to figure out um what to do next but also using your voice i i felt i felt like a lot of times for me when it came to setting boundaries i lost my voice i didn't know how to advocate for myself when setting personal boundaries around my space like you said people end up in not only Romantic relationships, but personal mm-hmm. relationships, friendships, by trauma bonding with other people. And those people, some people are comfortable in their mess. They, they they like the mess that they create and they don't like to see you move outside of that. But when you start looking in, when you start trying to heal from within to to set those boundaries, to, mm-hmm. to create that positive energy that you want to feel in mm-hmm. your life, it, it looks different. So when it comes to protecting your energy and showing up, and you mentioned that comparison on Facebook and all these other sites, and how has how can people get past that part so they can understand that you don't need validation from anyone but yourself?
1: Yes. Oh, that's a good question. I would say that goes into doing the inner work. Mm -hmm. So my first my very first step that I teach is you got to figure out what your need is. What is is it that you need? Because people say that I I wish I had your confidence. But what does that look like to you? Because our your confidence and my confidence could look totally different. And with confidence, you have to know that. Is it that you want to get confident in your job? Is it that you want to get confident in your ability to feel? Is it that you want to get the confidence to go after that job that you want? Because, listen, we see a lot of people that have been at jobs for 10, 20 years. And it's not because they want to be there. It's because they're scared to take a step. But this is all I know. And like you said, some people are just comfortable operating in their own mess. That that's all that they know. They don't want anything better. They just, they just want, they think that this is the better until they're exposed to other people that are actually in the place that they never thought of being. And they're like, wait a minute, you mean I can get this too? Absolutely. I love Miss Nedra, the author of Set Boundaries, Fine Peace. But there is enough room for both of us because we teach boundaries differently. Mm -hmm. I could have easily said, no, I'm not going to do it because she teaches it. But I would do myself a disservice if I didn't. It's more than enough room. So my first step is to get clear. What is it that you want? What is, what is it that your Tara wants? What is What is it that you want to feel? What? What is it that you want to do? Get clear on your need and get clear on your want. Get clear on what you desire. I try not to even use want because want emphasizes lack. You're not <laughs> lacking anything. You desire to have this. You're not lacking anything. It starts with mindset work. Getting clear on what you need. This is what I do every morning. Y'all, I encourage you to do this. Get you some post-it notes. Get you some sticky notes. Get you a marker. And I want you to write down all your desires. Write down all your desires. What is it that you want? Get real clear on it. Put it on your wall. Put it on a sacred place in your wall. Get up every morning and say it and have the feeling behind saying it. I guarantee it will change your entire perspective around yourself. You got to do the inner work. Number two, you have to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself of the things you didn't know. We are our biggest critic. We will beat ourselves up far more worse than what someone will beat us up, (laughs) right? So forgive yourself. You're very quick to forgive others. It's time to do that work on yourself. Forgive yourself for what you didn't know, what you do know now, and work at it. You got to do the work. Forgiving yourself requires grace. And you're probably the first one in your family to even take this step. Give yourself some grace. This is foreign. You know, me and you come from the same area. So you don't really hear about boundaries and, and healing and, and mental health. Now it's becoming more normal. But you didn't really hear about this before. You didn't. Give yourself some grace. I know sometimes it may feel like, okay, I'm different than the other people. God didn't make you to be the same. He made you as unique. And I'm not trying to, you know, go go into spirituality or Christianity or whatever people believe in. But this is what I believe. Once you start seeing yourself, how God sees you, everything changes. Because he sees you as beautiful. He sees you as healed. He sees you as smart. He sees you as confident, whatever that looks like to you. And here's another thing, too. When you're comparing yourself to other people, realize they're no better than you. (laughs) They're no better than you. Yes. And figure out what it is about that person that makes you triggered. A little bit. What is it? Because some of us are rooted in jealousy so much because of what we've been exposed around. If you're around people that gossip all the time, that talk about people all the time, that are jealous of folks all the time because they're doing, they think that they're doing better than the other person, who are you hanging around that makes you feel that way? Who are you? Because you are
0: who your circle is.
1: And a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that truth but that is true
0: <laughs> yes you got to check that circle
1: sometimes good yes <laughs> you have to check your circle because if your circle is doing those things you are who you hang around you are exactly who you hang around if you want better you do better you hang around people that are where you want to go and just and i don't understand the stigma towards therapy I tell you this is my thoughts everyone needs a therapist if you don't have a therapist everyone needs a person a healthy person because you can't keep emotionally dumping on your friends that's true too that's a lot of
0: that takes a lot of energy
1: you can't they're consuming everything that you're internalizing that is not good and that's not a healthy friendship relationship it's not healthy and I'm sorry, I, I feel like I got off track. But I just when you compare yourself to other people, there is something in you that wants to be like them. What is that thing? Because I guarantee you they're no better than you are. You're greater than you think you are. And once you find out what, what it is that you feel that you lack, a lot of people don't want to do that work because they're scared to turn the mirror on themselves. That means that you have to get vulnerable. Mm. When you were raised to not be vulnerable. Mm. That required you to get honest with yourself. When you were taught to be seen and not heard. You have to show up now for you.
0: <laughs> that was deep my, right there. Yes, that was. Yeah, I felt that in my soul because I'm telling you when you talked about figuring out what you want. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of time, like you said, when you're looking that validation on social sites and you're looking at someone else's video feed or their post and, and you're getting jealous or upset sometimes it's over stuff you don't even want don't. You, you don't you don't even want that life you don't even want to be where they're at but like Mm-mm. you said they ask those questions like oh if i was as confident as you or you know if if if, if i had as much time as you I don't have much time.
1: <laughs> I, oh, work no. a
0: full, I work. work a full time job. I come home. I podcast. I do coaching. Like, and I yeah. spend time with my family. But all of that takes boundaries. It takes managing my time. Yeah. and yeah, and setting personal boundaries for myself to say, if you go on this social media site, you have this X amount of time. You mm-hmm. are not scrolling all day. You are not going to wake up in the morning and hit Instagram. No. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. when it comes to certain family times, you are going to be present. You're going to put down everything. You're going yes. to be present. You're going to be listening and really yeah. being there, experiencing life. Yes. Yes.
1: And another thing too, a lot of people seek, I know I'm probably about to step on some toes, but a lot of people seek validation through other people's problems. Some people thrive when people come to them, asking their opinion, asking what they think because they want to feel needed. They want to feel needed by someone else because they're not feeling needed with themselves alone. So mm-hmm. they look for that validation. And when they feel like their friend or family member has it, has it figured out, they don't feel like they're needed anymore. So they look to somebody else for the next fix. So it's not necessarily that they want to be around drama or that they they want to be around conflict. They want to feel needed and they want to be heard and they want to know that their opinions are valuable. But until you know that for yourself, and that's, that's a factor of trauma bonding too, um, the need to feel needed, you're always going to seek that validation. Because I can stand here and tell you all day that validation comes from within, but you got to do the work. Why is it that you do this stuff? A lot of people really don't want to get to the root. And if you really want to get to the root, that's the part. People book coaching, right? Example. I coach too. I'm a coach. People will see my lives and they will think that they're ready. And so they come in, it's the day of and they're like, but I didn't want to do the work behind it. I just wanted to come in here to set boundaries. Set boundaries is, is the last thing that we're going to do. We got to get to the internal work. Why? What? 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 What sparked this in the first place? And a lot of it is childhood trauma. I use sexual abuse, right? But there's also a thing of emotional abuse, that feeling like your opinion doesn't matter. For example, black household you're gonna eat what's on this table because that's it' there's it's no other options mm-hmm. no that wasn't in everyone's household but it was in majority you're gonna eat what's on this table that's that's what' that's, that's what we cook that's what that's what we can afford at the time that's what you had you didn't have any choices if you journaled your mother or father could go easily go through your journal and invade your space now you're like I don't even have a personal moment to myself. Or if you tried to voice your opinion, you were told to stay in a child's place. But it came from a sincere place. Or if you spoke up, you were viewed as disrespectful simply because you spoke up. Or you had to watch your voice tone. All Mm -hmm. of those things play a factor in people setting boundaries now. Because what they don't want is to heal, go back to that place where they was when they were a child because it's a vulnerable state. They don't want to go back there because i'm grown now and i haven't figured out and i should have all of this figured out but what they don't understand is that y'all are having kids too so everything that you're internalizing you're unintentionally or intentionally bringing it onto your child and here comes the pattern here comes the pattern and here comes me interrupting the pattern (laughs) and here comes me interrupting the pattern but a part of being a thought leader and a part of being a coach and a part of, of setting and interrupting a pattern or a cycle is that you can't be scared to stand, even if it requires you to stand alone. I have some family members I don't even, we don't talk. And it's not because of, it's not because they're harsh feelings, but you are allowed to outgrow people, even mm-hmm. if it's your family. People view family like, oh, I'm I'm supposed to be here. And you ever been to a family function? And you said I'm just going to show my face, and then I'm <laughs> going to leave. I'm just going to show my face so I could I can say that I was here, and I can say that I was present.
0: Yes, but you don't want to be there. <laughs> you you do not want to be there. Yes, you're watching your watch. <laughs> you're watching your watch the whole time, like. I got 10 more minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I can say about 20 30 minutes and I'm going to roll out just so I can show my face. I did th- no. No, why should you take your peace of mind for other people? Why? Like I th- no. You are allowed to outgrow people. And here's another thing that I want people to understand. Just because you set this boundary I'm just making up age. If you set this boundary at 26, 20, 27, your boundary could look totally different. And know that that's okay. Because as you grow, your boundaries grow. As you evolve and you change, your boundaries change. Mm-hmm. Even the people that you have required things out of, your requirements may change. And that's okay. You're not selfish about it because I guarantee they're not going to be selfish. They're not going to even think twice. So, be okay with the change. (laughs) Be okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I just you know, people. I just want people to understand and your audience to understand and say, look, if they you take nothing else from me with this conversation, you are allowed to grow. You are allowed to change. You don't have to be in the same place. I don't care if you was at that job twenty years. If it's not fitting your knees now, move. A lot of us are praying and asking God for a sign. Here is the sign.
0: Move. <laughs> move. I don't and know who that sign like full five times and you are still sitting on it. The job
1: indeed has emailed you 10 times this month saying you are qualified for this job. And you will not move. You need to move. You owe it to yourself to move. And you know what? For the parents that say, I'm not a parent, but for the parents that say, "We know, I just want to work this job to get this money and to provide for my kids. I get it. I understand that you're doing what you, but you do realize your child is looking at you. Mm -hmm. Even the way that you go to that job, they're looking at you. So they you don't put the perception in their head that they just have to go to a job, work it, make money from it, be off every weekend or every two days. And that's just the life. Expose them to more if you can. But in order for you to expose them to more, you got to expose yourself to more. Because a lot of us with my with boundaries is mindset. You got to believe you can actually do it. I talk to you all day long. I can be your coach and say, "This is what you need to do." But if you don't have a belief in what you're doing, it's not going. It doesn't matter what I teach. It doesn't matter what strategy I give. If you don't believe you can do this, that's it's defeating the purpose. (laughs) It's defeating the purpose. But you
0: got to believe in yourself, and you got to do that
1: mindset work. Because you got to get
0: tired. I like the fact that you bring up the fact that your kids are watching you and that yes. we are teaching the next generation about what it means and what it looks like to either have boundaries or don't have boundaries. And we're setting up that next cycle of how yes. they're going to show up and exposing them to what that should look like in a healthy way. But there also has to be, when we're talking about setting boundaries personally for ourselves mm-hmm. and for the people in our lives. And I feel like, setting boundaries for family members is one of the toughest things. Oh yeah. There, there has to be a end result mm-hmm. such as, you know, for me, um, I always tell people don't call me after a certain hour. And my boundary around that is if you call, I just, I will not answer it. Does so mm-hmm.
1: I will not answer it.
0: So when they're setting those boundaries and their kids are watching, cause it's like, well, I, you do have a boundary mom, but, you always let people continue to cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. You know, how can people start not only setting the boundaries, but setting an intention or purpose behind it that actually serves, you know, like, okay, if you cross this boundary, then this is going to happen. Right. But not in a way, because when people think about crossing boundaries, they think about there's going to be this huge ultimatum. You're going to cut people off. You're never going to talk to them. And that's not what it's about. It's, mm-hmm. it's healthy, not in a way that you're trying to say, I'm gonna end a relationship with someone.
1: Absolutely. Because what this is what I would say around, and this does go back to the mindset and the language that you use around setting boundaries, but it's a couple of things here. So, the very first thing is that when you set boundaries, that means that you want a healthy relationship with someone. It doesn't mean that you want to dismiss them, cut them off, minimize how they feel, avoid them. It's, it's none of those things. But what you can explain when you go to set your boundaries is, hey, I'm setting this boundary with you because I want a healthy relationship with you. In order for us to have a healthy relationship with you, in order for me to have a healthy relationship with you, this is what I require X, Y, Z. This is what I would do. Y'all, if, this is, pay attention to this part. Once you set your need, right, after you communicate, This is what I need. Ask them to repeat back what you said. Mm. I know it sounds crazy, but ask them literally to repeat back what you said. After you ask them to repeat back what they said, ask them, did you understand my need? Yes or no? Are you able to fulfill this requirement? Yes or no? They say yes. Cool. Take their word from it, But here's the part that people don't set. It's the consequence behind the boundary. So before you even go set the boundary and communicate it and, and do all of those things, what's the consequence? For me, I have my phone on do not disturb at 8 PM every night. Every night my, phone's going, my phone goes on eight, on do not disturb. There are only a couple of people that can get through to me. And that's in case of emergency. So my mom, my dad, um, couple friend, couple is, is not a lot, but it goes on. Do not disturb. Now, if I'm not doing anything, and I say, you know what, I can't respond to this because I already communicated my need. I'm just not going to respond like you said. But boundary setting is not cutting people off. Cutting people off should be the absolute last resort. So. When you even when you go to communicate your boundary and they disrupt your boundaries, because they will try. They will try you just to see if if you're for real in what you're saying. Let me see if she's gonna uphold this honestly. Let me let me see if she she said this, but let me let me test it out to see if she's gonna stick. Because they will do it. Um once you do that, I will still repeat. This is what I need, this is what I require. Are you able to uphold this boundary, yes or no? If they say yes and they continue to disrupt, then you can proceed with other things. So for example, I noticed that our community loves to talk about weight a lot. So Mm -hmm. for instance, if you communicated with someone, hey, I would appreciate if the conversations about my weight is off limits. And they still continue to do the same thing, either switch the subject immediately or walk away or disconnect the phone. Hey, I'm going to talk to you later. Eventually, they'll get it. Now, if they continue to do it and you continue to feel like that built up in that resentment, you don't I don't encourage you to keep talking to them. You don't have to. You're not obligated to. But cutting people off should be the absolute last resort. You Don't have to just cut block and now, me. I was the blocking queen before I even learned about boundaries, I would just block people just for the heck of it because they just made me mad. But now, <laughs> but, but now <laughs> I have growth, thank God for growth. Um, <laughs> I don't do that. Um, that is the absolute last resort. Um, and that that is like the last result, but you're not obligated to talk to anyone, and like you said. You have other people looking at you. I don't even have kids and I have younger cousins looking at me inboxing me. I like what you said about boundaries. One is like a mini me. When I look at her, I, it's literally like looking at myself and it's scary. I was like, we were probably sisters in another life, <laughs> but you know, seeing their progress because they're looking at you because you are the leader, you're next in line. You're looking at me, you're looking at me for guidance. But when you set boundaries, A lot of people say, well, how can I set boundaries without guilt? It's not. The guilt doesn't go away. Um, You can have less guilt. But the less guilt comes from knowing that you're worthy of having boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. You have to know your worth. You have to know that this is what I need. This is what I require. That eliminates some of the guilt. But that, that guilt doesn't really go away. You will feel it. It will, but it will get better. Practice. Practice setting boundaries. But don't try to figure out what the person is going to say before you communicate the boundary. A lot of people think, oh, but it's no need because this person is going to say this. You don't know. They may surprise you. You don't know. In other words, what, what someone else responds to your boundary their response to your to your boundary that you said has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with them. And once mm-hmm. people get that inside of their minds, it will make it a lot easier going to set boundaries. That's nothing to do with you, because of a, let's 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 say for instance, if every time you went out to eat, you invited me, right? You mm-hmm. paid for the meal, you paid for my gas, you paid for everything, right? If you set a boundary with me and say, well, Shatara, I'm not going to invite you every time that we go for a meal. Of course, I'm going to be upset because I'm not benefiting anymore. You were inviting me for a meal and you were paying for all of my stuff. Of course, I'm going to be upset. But the upset, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has everything to do with me because I'm not benefiting anymore. Yes. (laughs) If If that answers the question. But... People have to understand that you have to do what benefits you, not the other person, and that's where people pleasing comes in. But we've seen our parents do it,
0: and oh, parents them do it. Yes. my mom is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. I don't think mm-hmm. she knows the word no, mm-hmm. and um, because of her, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I was able to set a little bit more boundaries because I always felt like people were using her, and I. That's my pet peeve. Like, don't use other people. Absolutely. So my my first words always when someone asks me for a favor, nope. And and then part of me, like, why did you say that so quickly? You could have said a slow no. You don't even know why you said no. You're just afraid that someone's gonna take advantage of you. So you you're just gonna say no immediately. And that mm-hmm. just goes back to that that childhood uh um environment and roots and everything. Absolutely. But, it was amazing. I had one of my cousins one day and she was like, I wish I could be more like you and just say no. You just, just say no when you don't care. And I was like, oh, I care. Like, you don't know. Like, I want to so much take it back. And I've learned how to do a slow no and to really think about who's asking me, what, what they're asking me for.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: if it's something I feel like I can really show up for. Because one thing I don't want to do yes is to let someone cross my boundary and then be resentful about it and then I'm angry and I'll have all this negative energy for something that I could have just easily said I'm yeah. sorry I can't do that right now or just no I'm sorry yeah
1: <laughs> or take a look or take a look at your life for me personally because like you said we you you're working full time. I'm working full time. You're coaching. I'm coaching. You run a podcast. I go live all. You see me go live all the yeah. time. So we're both busy. So if someone says like Tara, I need you to do this. I would. I if I'm not for, If I'm not sure, I've learned this too. If I'm not sure, I would say you know what? Can I get back to you on such and such date? Because I really need to examine everything I have going on before I'm quick to say no or I'm quick to say yes. Because what do you do if you have to change your mind and say, say if you did go in there and say, yeah, I can do it. And then you look at your schedule and you're like, I really can't do this. So that's why I said, you know, take take a step back and look at everything you have going on and say, do, can I really can I really do this?
0: And then come back to On that note, I just want to say when it comes to accepting opportunities, because sometimes for me, I have been given opportunities, whether it was job related, podcast related or speaking related. And there have been moments when I wanted to say yes, there's things that I wanted to do and show up for. And I realize it's going to compromise me, my energy, my boundary. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've had to say I'm sorry, I cannot do that on this date. And it hurt because I felt like, what if I never get the opportunity again? What if they never asked me? And I always, you know, add like, please keep me in mind for any future opportunities. And it's Mm -hmm. funny how, because I was honest, how I was just being myself, that that opportunity always comes back.
1: Always.
0: (laughs) Never be afraid to protect your energy and tell that person, Mm -hmm. I cannot do that. But keep me in mind. I would love to work with you, connect with you. You know, do something um, mm-hmm. in the future. You mm-hmm. know, absolutely. If they were, tr- if their intentions behind wanting to be, you know, your your presence being there, it's going to come back. Absolutely, it's gonna come back. that, that
1: absolutely because what's for you is for you. And if you have great intentions behind doing something, it always comes... It it, it always works out. It does. Just make does. sure you your intentions are pure and that your intentions are in the right place. But if your intentions are not in the right place, even when it comes to setting boundaries, if you're doing it out of malice, if you're doing it out of anger, it's not going to work. It's not... It's not going to work but if you come from a sincere place and you come from a, a place of love and you know that this is for you and not the other person it will work if you work it
0: it will work yes i mean from a place of genuine heartfelt hmm. intention yes now i just have one more question before we okay. wrap up um how do you define what it means to show up and live unapologetically?
1: Wow. She gave, me a, good... <laughs> oh, she gave me a good question. Okay, how can you show what's my definition of showing up? Hmm. Good question. Okay. This is my definition of showing up and showing out, as I would like to call it, and being your authentic self. So. Identify what what that looks like. Number one, identify what that looks like. When you think of showing up and showing out, what do you think of? I'm gonna share something very personal. When I think of somebody showing up and showing out, it's Issa Rae. I love Issa Rae. She is the most amazing person. I don't even know her personally, but she's the most amazing person with her personality with her bubbly drive and you know when I look at issa ray if you look at her journey she started on YouTube mm-hmm. she started on YouTube she had insecure what five five seasons yes
0: five well, seasons but she
1: started with a vision she started on youtube and next thing you know she had a show on HBO that ran five seasons so when I think of that when I think of someone I think of issa ray and I said okay but why do I think of Issa Rae in this light? Her confidence, the way that she dressed, the way that she shows herself, the way that she walks in a room, and she just commands the attention. And she doesn't have to say a word. And see, here's the thing: your confidence will get you indoors. That skill set won't get you indoors. In and a lot of people think it's. Oh, I gotta have all these skills. No, it's really the confidence behind it. It's the confidence you show up. Let me tell you something. I am the most introvert person you will ever meet. People don't think that because they see me on live and they see the way I'm talking to you and they're like, "But you're just you're a people person. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. I am an introvert. I love speaking to myself. I I just love." being in my space but when I have to come out I come out but don't be scared to be you showing up as your authentic self is believing in yourself even your wildest dreams that you had oh that can't be possible I live in you, you and this is just an example I, I live in Nottoway nobody's gonna listen to me talk about boundary setting I had so many if I would have never opened my mouth I would have never had this opportunity to come talk to you I would have never had this opportunity. I would have never had an opportunity to become an author. I would have never had this opportunity. Showing up as yourself is believing in yourself, believing without a shadow of a doubt. And for my fellow Christians that are on here, I have a word for you. You can have the faith, but you have to apply the faith. You can have the faith, but you have to apply the faith. You have to move knowing that you have it. I go live knowing that that message is for someone. I go live knowing that my value and my content is needed. Regardless of who else is teaching it, they're not me, they're not Shatera. There's the only one me. <laughs> my personality, my drive, my ambition is only one me. And this is why I would say, be sure of yourself. Be sure of what you bring. Know that you're valuable. Know that you are this bright light and that you're needed. Know that you are someone's miracle. Mm. know that someone needs you someone's waiting on you so that they can get to where they need to be it's more than you go in a room like you own it what does a lot of people talk about making six figures right Mm. a lot of people talking about having this amount of money why you can't operate like that now without the money because when you operate as if you already have it it has no choice but to come to you just like you said to me you said some opportunities that I had that I really couldn't do it at the time, but I told them to keep me in mind. And guess what? They came back around, just like even more opportunities are gonna come your way. And not just opportunities, but great opportunities that will blow your mind, that will come your way. Standing for yourself and believing in yourself. And one more thing, that vision that you have is not for everyone. Even the people that's closest to you. I love my parents but I did not tell my parents that I was writing a book. I didn't tell them until the very end. The reason I didn't tell them until the very end because I knew I would have had the encouragement, yes, but they wouldn't have understood the full scope of everything. Mm -hmm. Me being a coach, I have a dream of being a full-time, I desire, because I'm using my words, I desire to be a full-time entrepreneur and not just a full-time entrepreneur, but a six-figure entrepreneur. So when I go back and I listen to this podcast, I can say, I said that on her podcast. I said it, I desired it on her podcast. I can go back to it. We can pull it back up and say, she said that she was going to do this. Because it's bigger than me. I want other young girls to see me from Nottoway, like Tara came from Nottoway County. Born, raised, went to school. And she could do this, I can do it too. So stand in your being. And know unapologetically that you got this. You got it.
0: I love that. Be the blueprint that you want others to follow and create. And then they can step off that path and create whatever they want. Just by standing in their truth, by knowing who they are, understanding what their wants are, Mm -hmm. and daring to dream bigger than your circumstances. Yes,
1: because a lot of people look at their circumstances and they say, "Well, it can't get better." Let me tell you something. I tell you what: if for those that, and I'm not pushing, um you know my my beliefs, but what I would say is that if you believe in God, ask Him to show you how good it can get. Watch He you blow your mind. Watch oh, He be bl- better than what you expect it to be.
0: he's blown my mind so many times. I be. I'd be so happy. I just want to share it with the world, but you know, sometimes don't you have to sit in silence. Sometimes you have to sit in silence with your happiness. You like, do. man, I'm for you everyone. Do. People don't understand it. And sometimes things happen yes. so quickly. And it's like, oh my God, I just got this. Oh my God. Like when you when I reached out to you and you were like, yes, and I was like, oh my gosh, like Shatara. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was so excited. <laughs> and um, <laughs> But you but, but you don't know.
1: Is that I literally put on my wall, I'm a guest speaker on a podcast once a week. When I put it on my wall, you messaged me. And I said, wait a minute. So the reaction that you had to me is the reaction I had to you. Because I said, that was fast. (laughs) And said, you know, I'm a guest speaker on the podcast once a week. And then you came. And I was so hyped because I was like, oh my God, I get to be on the podcast. And I was like, Oh my God, I was like, this is only the beginning. And I was thinking, I was like, thank you for allowing me to be in your pocket. Thank you for the support. Cause I've seen you had been tuning into my lives. And I was like, thank her for the support that she's not, she doesn't even know me fully, but for her to support me. And that's the thing throughout this journey, you don't have to know each other to support somebody. You don't have to, I appreciate your support.
0: Like, when you came to me- Your energy is great. Your energy is amazing. and you. You mentioned Issa Rae walking into a room and commanding attention with confidence. Mm -hmm. But you speak with authority. You speak with confidence. You can tell that you are authentic in what you do. The love for what you do. The fact that your intentions are pure and honest. It shows in how you show up. And I was just sitting there listening. I was like, well, I'm just going to listen to a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> later I'm like, well, I listened to the whole thing. It was really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's just
1: you you have to be passionate about whatever it is that you're doing because I know that this is the the reason I thanked you, one of the reasons why I was that I was like, she is really trusting me to talk to her audience. And I don't take that lightly because, regardless of where you want to go with your podcasting, we could easily do this again on another platform. And we can go back to this video and say, we both started here in our journeys. We started here, but we are in a totally different headspace, but we're very clear about where we're going. And when you're in entrepreneurship for our fellow entrepreneurs, yeah. That's podcasting, coaching, writing a book, or whatever it is that you're doing. In entrepreneurship, where you are is not, my dad always told me, where you start, it's not going to be where you finish. Mm. If you have the mindset that this is not where I'm going to finish, I have on my wall right now, you are not your current situation. Mm. You are not your current situation. You are more than this because you need that reminder because stuff is going to get tough you could eat there are times where i don't want to show up if we're gonna be honest there are times i don't, I don't feel like gonna lie tonight i'm tired like I, i'm to go i'm ready to get in bed i'm, I'm sleeping if we're gonna be honest yeah. but i also remember my why and my why is deep enough that somebody gonna miss their blessing if i don't get on get 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 on this live and i'm gonna miss my blessing if i don't get on this live somebody's going to miss that breakthrough that they've been praying for all because i won't move when god told me to Mm, yes i'm gonna move
0: yes
1: i'm going to move so i'm not gonna mess myself up just like when you messaged me i i went to my mom i said i have a podcast interview i said but look at my wall i literally just put this up this is not like i tell anyone i'm i'm a pretty good judge of character and i think that you're doing amazing things with your podcast. i believe in giving people their flowers while i'm right in front of them you're doing amazing things and i know that this is just the start for you i know that there's going to be a time where you're going to ask me again or i'm going to ask you can we do this again could we meet again and it could be on a totally different platform a totally different space totally different event this is not the end this is not the end
0: you are always welcome you are always welcome not the end don't be a
1: stranger to me um oh, I'm, I'm still do not- <laughs> absolutely don't be a stranger i know you probably hear zoe outside but <laughs> don't be a stranger to me um i appreciate the opportunity and i appreciate my need to like grow and you believe in me so thank you oh you're I welcome. i really appreciate it <laughs>
0: Now tell all of the listeners how they can connect with you, how they can follow you on those lives and learn more about how boundaries or learning more about your coaching.
1: Yes, absolutely. So with coaching, um, you can, well, let's start with Facebook first. So with Facebook, my name is Shatera Danae on social media. So excuse Zoe, y'all, I'm sorry. Um, Facebook, you can follow me on social media, Shatera Danae on Instagram is at the boss of boundaries. And if you are ready, emphasizing, if you are ready to get coached and set boundaries and learn how to set boundaries, you can DM me on those social media platforms and say, I'm ready. I will send you the link so that you can book your 30 minute free coaching session. It is free just to see where your headspace is, just to see how I can help if I'm able to. If I'm not, I will let you know because you can't everyone is not for everyone so i'm i'm not here to give coaching that i'm not qualified to give um also i have a uh, website it's the chataraoliver.com you can go order the magic of getting uncomfortable so that teaches you eight proven strategies that will help you elevate your confidence when you're going to set boundaries so that is about me I'm also on YouTube at Shatara Oliver and Twitter as Shatara Teaches. So that's where you
0: can find me. So when you're ready, that's where you can find me. All right, you guys, if you were trying to write that down, don't worry. All of that information will be there in the show notes for you. And don't forget to stick around as we do our key takeaway wrap up. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for having me. All right, you guys, it is time for some key takeaways. And that was a lot of juicy hot tea being spilled today. So let's just start off with talking about what boundaries are. So boundaries are a great way to communicate with our family members, our co-workers, our friends, and other people in our life about what we're willing to accept and what we're not willing to accept. It's about setting those expectations so everyone is clear about what it is that you expect from them. And when you are communicating those boundaries with other people, make sure that you are very clear about what you want and make sure that they understand. So one of the things that Shatara pointed out was have them repeat back and ask them, is this something that you can do? So that way they are clear about what you're saying, and they agree that yes, yes, they can. And also, just remember, boundaries are not put in place to punish the next person. It is not about giving someone an ultimatum that you'll never talk to them again if they break your boundaries. But you should communicate what will happen if the boundaries broke. So make sure when you're setting those boundaries, it's not a way to punish but it's a way to change a behavior with someone. So maybe you have a relative that always shows up to the cookouts, to the parties, and they're always intoxicated and they're belligerent and they're just loud and all over the place. And you say, the next time you come to our gathering and you've been drinking, you will be asked to leave. So that is clear. That is concise. And you can also have boundaries set up to say, do not call me after 10 o'clock. If you do call me after 10 o'clock, I will not answer the phone. Those are clear and direct. And they let the person know what will happen if this does happen. And yes, you will feel guilty at times when you set a boundary. And yes, at times, you will also feel very proud of yourself in that same moment. It's okay. It's new for you. And you will get used to it. Because each and every time you set a boundary for yourself, you are taking up for yourself. You are taking back power and control in your life. All right, you guys. Now, that is all of the tea that I have to spill today. But don't forget to join me next Tuesday as we spill more delicious hot tea.